These are legit. Excuse me. More breadsticks. Looks like you still have a few left. Uh, this is my unlimited basket. They need their unlimited baskets. I'm sorry, sir. It's one per table. But that's a limit. Dad, it's no big deal. It is a big deal because it's not unlimited. As soon as you finish your basket, I can... You know what? Fine. There. Finished. You girls want one of my sticks while we wait? guys it's joe and scott and we are just another movie night and we're here talking today about the resident evil netflix show this is our review um so we just finished it yeah eight episodes eight episodes it's a very controversial show apparently um a lot yeah, of people have, are not liking it i have a lot of thoughts so right off the bat i'll say that I did not want to watch a show at first because I saw the summary, the synopsis, and I saw that it basically sounded like the problem with all television these days. And then Joe over here wanted to give it a chance. And I thought, okay, I'll watch anything, but I'll probably hate watching this. And to my surprise, I kind of enjoyed it right off the bat. There was definitely something wrong, but I will say that overall, I had a lot of things I'm impressed about. So, what do you mm-hmm. say? Yeah, well, I went into this because, you know, we've played the Resident Evil games. We are huge fans of that. And also, my guilty pleasure movie is the first Resident Evil with Mila Jovovich, who I love. I love her, and I know the, the movies aren't good. I know they're not, but... I do uh, get a lot of joy out of watching her on screen. So, and um, anyway, so yeah, I, I went into this because it's horror related and that's what we're about. And I just wanted to check it out. And um, I was also pleasantly surprised. I, I don't feel like there was a Resident Evil tone in this. I think it could have just sure. been like a standalone TV show without the Resident Evil attached to it. But that's until they started putting in a lot of things from the game um, that, you know, gamers would completely know and understand I agree. and grab on. And uh, I, I really started to appreciate it uh, a lot more as that happened. Um, yeah, this this um, right off the bat. The thing about this, this show is it feels like I think everybody's probably going to hear. You're probably going to hear this from everybody out there it feels like a CW thing right off the bat because we our two main characters are two teenage girls. I think they're really young. I don't even know. I think they're, yeah, 14. They're supposed to be 14 years old. And they, they feel like a CW type teenage drama, 
But the thing about the CW and the CW show is they have a certain cheapness, a certain stale quality, while fun, very, very on the cheap and very, very almost like asylum, like special effects and stuff like that. That's not what happens here. Sure, there is the drama. There is that teen angst that is probably the biggest problem on the show. But the special effects, the gore, and very adult situation subject stuff are very heavy throughout. And those are shockingly pretty good. And I got to tell you, if you're one of those people that say, oh, I'm so sick of CG gore, they actually try to do practical CG, uh, practical gore effects instead of using heavy CG blood. They There's scenes in this that need CG because some of the creatures are impossible to do with practical effects these days. But the gore, especially a sequence where a chainsawing zombie killing happens is full on blood and gore and it's pretty damn good and oh, yeah. it's actually you kind can of fun definitely expect to see a lot of blood flying and splattering mm -hmm. everywhere and yeah. heads rolling and stuff the, um, and and then the, and then the cg when it does come isn't the worst it's not the worst at all it I really isn't was impressed a couple of times i thought that looks pretty good mm -hmm. and the major major highlight of this entire thing besides Things like the directing is pretty competent. It's pretty good. The lighting is really good. Um, there is some great set pieces, although it takes place in small locations, probably because they filmed this during COVID. And I can only imagine that they had limited resources. Still, if that's the case, they pulled it out. But the highlight, the strongest, strongest thing about this and the reason that I, I enjoyed it is that I think one of the most underused, underrated actors, Lance Reddick, is a main actor in this, and he is fantastic. Mm -hmm. He is giving each moment his all, and he is fantastic he at it. He brings it, and he has a couple episodes thrown in there where um, he really, really gets to have a good time with his character, and yes. it, it, it was just... So um, it was outstanding to watch him on screen. Um, and I'm saying that uh, because he made it so much more bearable for me. And I'm sorry if I offend I anyone doubt. by saying that, but yeah. he made it so, so much more bearable for me to tolerate when he was on screen with his two annoying daughters. Um, yeah, they they were young teenagers. Uh, they would actually the show bounces around a bit. They go back and forth through time. Um, grown up Jade yeah. and Billy, and younger Jade and Billy. And I have to tell you that I have never seen a character that I just wanted to slap the hell out of, like Jade Wesker. Yeah, the teen angst is extremely heavy. She really got on my last good nerve a lot, a lot. And then also as you go on and they show you grown up Jade. It doesn't get any better. I, I mean, think it does. She's less annoying than the teenage Jade, but she does some stupid shit that you just can't even get your mind around. Which I feel like it falls into the concept of what the show is trying to talk about. About when you're a teenager, you 
automatically want to rebel. And then when your father is not telling you everything about your life and you know that you are a part of a science experiment virtually, she, she, in the opening, they tell you that they are, the two sisters are twins that were raised in a lab that they had donor mothers and that their father, Lance Reddick is, was the person who basically raised them. And so he's their father and they know that. And so I kind of don't hate the fact that these two kids would be pissed off. I kind of absolutely understand how sucky that must be, especially when you move in the open and they move to a new neighborhood. It's got to be jarring, especially for a 14. And at that age, people are asked. I mean, let's face facts. 14-year-olds are assholes. Yeah. So, I mean, we all were. And the problem here is that the father is constantly being told to go screw himself and to shut up and by this, this character, while the other character mopes around. And it is very off-putting. And I don't blame anybody who thinks it's off-putting. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're probably automatically going into this hoping for the characters that you know and love from the video games if you played that. And this is not that. This is trying to tell a side, separate kind of story that when you watch the whole thing, is still saying that that thing that you love exists, which is rather cool. I, I know that it could have been just, hey, we're going to rewrite the entire script. No, they're just telling a side story in that universe, and they have swapped the race of an act of a character, and that's virtually as far as that goes. But later on, they explain a little bit more of what is happening there. But yes, those two kids mm-hmm. in the present are a little too angsty, and it is very. It's hard to watch, although every time they got angsty and they got there was a problem with those two kids, they would cut to Lance Reddick mm-hmm. being amazing. And you kind of, kind of, well, you know what? That takes me he back out okay. of that annoying yeah. moment. He yeah. made it okay because I was literally just screaming at the television like I usually do. <laughs> um, whenever, whenever Jade and Billy were on screen doing something foolish, Which I was is... just screaming. And that happens often. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I didn't go into this honestly thinking that I was going to see Chris Redfield or Jill Valentine or any of our characters from Resident Evil. I thought that it was just going to be some kind of a new take on things. And that's pretty much what I got. Although I will say that um, there are a lot of references that indicate, I'm going to say spoilers right now. So if you want to stop this, yeah, real quick, just, I want to say spoilers. You have a couple seconds to click off. Uh, Three, two, one, too late. All right. So anyway, Albert Wesker. um, They are saying that Albert Wesker did die in that volcano. They are saying that. They are saying that the events of the Resident Evil games did happen. And we only get to see the Albert Wesker from the video games as Lance Reddick looking like Blade. He which looks is like Blade. Insane. Okay, straight up like But Blade. what's really cool is, since we're talking spoilers, is that Albert Wesker cloned himself numerous times to constantly make you know, him stronger. To make virtually, he made three scientist versions of himself. Mm-hmm. And stuck them in a room and made them do experiments for him. Mm-hmm. 
And we only see this in one sequence. And it, although funny to see Lance Reddick as Albert Wesker in a wig is it, it's so crazy that I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. But what's even better <laughs> is that watching Lance Reddick do three other characters, one of which only comes in, they both all come in at the end, the last, uh, I think, three episodes. But in those three episodes, one of the twins gets heavily introduced, and he's fantastic. He is yeah. so funny. You want to see clones? I would love to see him. I, I, I know, look, let's face facts. This is not coming back for a second season. The fan... The people who watch this, I don't even think they're watching it. They have destroyed this thing. Yeah. And they're destroying the idea of a second season for them, even though the director and the writer of this have said, next season, we, we have, we, our concepts were to bring in um, uh, uh, the, the woman from the newest game, which is like one of the witches. And also he's talked about Jill Valentine. And also it's very hinted at the end of the show about Ada Wong. So there's possibilities that they had a second season, they could do a lot. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. I'm, I'm kind of feeling really bad, especially for the actors who really did a good job. All the actors did a good job in this. I mean, you, you really hmm. have to look at this and say, wow, you know, this is pretty good acting. Um, and, it, and it was. And it was a very entertaining show. And I feel really bad for all the hate they're getting. You know, video game and pop culture fans can be pretty terrible sometimes and that's another discussion for a different day <laughs> in which we're going to do another discussion on that but well, um yeah. i feel like you know they you know the actors they brought it the special effects were pretty damn good not bad um they did make references to resident evil games and anyone who's played the games will get those references and be like this a lot that's cool um you know the the specimens or we'll say Zombies or creatures, whatever you want to call them, they looked great. They they were scary. They were um, fast. And yeah, were, the practical zombie, the zombies look good. The zombies look good. The gore yeah. looks good. Yeah. Um, and you know what's crazy is, um, let's just say this. I'll say this right now. I'm not a Walking Dead fan. I'm going to put that out there. We watched Walking Dead for maybe five seasons or six seasons, probably longer than I ever wanted to. The greatest thing about The Walking Dead is the practical zombie effects and the gore. Thanks and, to Greg Nicotero. Yes. And here, this show is no different than The Walking Dead to me. It is the same kind of characters making bad choices, characters mm -hmm. doing dumb things, over drama, and you want to see more zombie stuff and more effects and more monsters. And sure, this show has those same problems. But here, when they do zombies, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. They look they, cool. They're trying. They're trying. It's not there enough. I can I get that. But when they set up these big set pieces, you do get some interesting fun set pieces. Although very comical. Whereas The Walking Dead takes itself extremely serious. This one knows that it's a a little bit of a funnier thing. There there's um a weird dance thing that comes out of nowhere that is so cheesy that it's funny yeah. there is um they do throw humor in there and and they it's it's very well timed it's 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 funny it, i think it's, some fun. Of the works, it's yeah. fun and um you know i think one of the only like things that kind of annoyed me about the casting was i i thought that evelyn the the, the head of the umbrella corp i thought she was even great she was diabolical I, yeah i think um, that she's one of the problems i i thought she was good 
Um, but, you know, when they did the casting of older Billy, um, older Billy Wesker, I feel like choosing Adeline Rudolph to play her was kind of a poor decision. Not that she's a, um, you know, not a good actress. It's not that at all. I just feel like Billy was not an, an Asian person. So, you know, when she grows up, she's suddenly an Asian person. That's kind of off-putting, like, knowing that she's not, <laughs> she you know, clearly she clearly looks does like not her. look anything like where her the, adult self. Yeah, where the um, other actress, teenager. the other actress does. The other actress um, who's uh, playing Jade, sorry, it's my phone, um, Jade Wesker and the um, the older version, Jade Wesker, her name is Ella Belinska. She did a terrific job. And she actually looked like her younger counterpart. I thought they they did a good casting job there, where they actually could, you know, be <clears throat> one in the same yeah. as as she grew up. But the casting of older Billy was just it was very off putting, and I it just it was weird. I mean, the only thing that they did was they made her hair the same, and you know that that was about it. But otherwise, I mean, she suddenly just turned into an Asian person, and I thought that was very odd. And I was like, well, why would they? That. It's a, it's, it was an odd choice for casting on their part. And, and yeah. what's even funnier is the the cliches are very heavy here. The you know there is the head of the corporation of Umbrella is a woman who is just the most overboard, stereotypical. All of the cliches now that are hitting all of our pop culture, and she is incredibly over the top and. The same goes for, in the future, the grown-up sister that Joe was just talking about. They have her in all of the villain garb that you can... Oh, she's got it. You know, they're in oh, the, the zombie apocalypse. The got leather jackets, the fancy, tights. like, outfit. Like, she's okay. got perfect hair. Okay. Everybody's got perfect, perfect hair, hair in the zombie apocalypse. Um, it was it's it's so over strange. the top. It was over it, the top. Um, if I can go back to the first episode and the thing that impressed me, and it's you know, after watching the eight episodes over a week, or I think I was maybe two weeks now, um, not binging because there's so many other things to watch at the same time. Um, right off the bat in the first episode, we cut to the future, and there's a giant kaiju esque special effect caterpillar. That automatically comes out, and it is pretty cool. Right. Like I was like, automatically, it looks like the larva stages of Mothra. Mothra if, yeah. if Mothra was like really diabolical, and it, it kind of sets up a world where, okay, they can do crazy neat things. And if anybody has played the video games, and I think those are the people hating on it because they expect a video game, and I do a lot of the times too, because. If there's so many generations of properties and, and, and uh, you know, written stuff, why not just use that? But if you're going to do your own thing, this wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. And saying that, setting up that mythology of the big creatures and all those big mutant monsters that are in the video games, this does a really good job, especially in the finale, mm -hmm. where there's a giant crocodile. And it is pretty damn neat. And, and I, my favorite was... There's an entire explanation of how there's like a zombie queen kind of situation that we saw in like maybe Army of the Dead and, mm -hmm. uh, recently. But what's really funny about that is she's wearing a war t-shirt. And it's just that kind of little stuff that's like hinting 
we know this is tongue in cheek, but at the same time, we're going to take it a little bit serious. Yeah. <laughs> Although there was a character in that segment that was really, really over the top and like a whole nother property, but he was kind of fun. And that's what I'm saying. This whole thing is a shock because it's not the worst yeah. at all. I don't understand what people are freaking out over, to be honest. I mean, we're gamers. We played the games. And um, we, we didn't go into this expecting much of anything. And, I didn't expect anything. Um, you know, what we came out with was a pretty uh, fun, you know, enjoyable experience. I mean, I didn't yeah. feel at any way that they did Resident Evil wrong or, you know, they they didn't um, make a mockery out of the game at all. I thought that they did the best job that they could for now, I think maybe if they come back in a season two, we're going to get to see those characters that we love. We're going to get to see maybe, we're definitely going to see Ada Wong. How these paths might we're cross. We're going to see Ada Wong. We might see, you know, who knows? I mean, it's just, I guess everyone just wanted automatically, okay, here's Chris Redfield. Here's Claire Redfield. Here's Jill Valentine. It's just not going to work out the way you all want it to work out all the time. Which I, I understand wanting that because you're, you, I think that, Pretty much being a fan of anything, we all have a version in our heads what a thing should be and what we kind of wish. And I don't know why anybody watched this thinking they were going to get that when they straight up told them the synopsis is about young Weskers. Right. And um, you knew what it was going in. And that was my fear. That's why I went in thinking, oh, I'm going to hate watch this. And I think maybe that was the best way to go in. Automatically assume the worst and you're going to get something surprising. Yeah. Of course. There's a lot of bad television, and we have seen bad TV. Yeah, and I don't think this is bad TV. I think that people are just freaking out over nothing. Um, but I think that you know, this is a matter of my own opinion. I think this show was 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 pretty decent. It was pretty decent overall. And I will say, my you want my rating of the show right now? <laughs> it's up to you. However you want to do it. Well, like I've said in the past, I don't do half like point system. Yeah. And so because I don't think that it was, uh, you know, that Lance Reddick can carry this whole show by himself, even though he's amazing, I think I'm going to give us a six simply because there were some issues with it. There were. It, it wasn't perfect, but it was enjoyable. It was yeah. an enjoyable show, an enjoyable experience. And there wasn't a moment where I was like, oh, why am I watching this trash? Never. Never. I actually had a good time watching it, except for the parts where, you know, young Jade and old Jade. Kind of got on my nerves. But other than that, I, I don't think that this, this show was a bad show. I, I will give it a six. Solid six. And I, and I hate to say that I'm leaning toward a better review than that. I'm, I'm leaning toward a seven because I felt like those moments that were what you know, there definitely were frustrating moments where I wanted to yell at the screen and say, oh, we got to be kidding. Mm -hmm. But I have seen so much bad stuff in my life that there were genuine moments of fun to be had. Yeah, it was fun. And it was a fun show. I have seen, and I think just recently we've seen a couple shows like Miss Marvel and where they had concept, they had stuff. I would give those sixes. They had like an interesting concept and there was a great main character maybe. But the show didn't have a full, you know, some story that went. This one actually had a story. Like, mm -hmm. th this is getting their two versions, basically two shows, a future version and a past, you know, the version happening and how these characters catch up and where they've gone. And 
It tells that story pretty well. I will admit there's padding. It's only eight episodes. There's mm -hmm. some padding. Yeah. There's some stuff that drags it on. And there's a lot of dumb choices, but it uh, good, good, decent directing. You know, like I said, that decent special effects, the attempt for gore, and Lance Reddick acting his ass off. I feel like the guy needs an award just for being just in for things. being Lance Reddick. Just for being Lance Reddick. <laughs> I mean, he just brings so much. I, and so much, like, I don't know. He just well, commands so much, a presence yeah, on the screen. I, he commands a presence. He blows me away. He I, really does. I, I saw awesome. him doing more stuff in this than I had seen him be able to do in the past. And yeah. he seems like he's having a ball. Yeah. And he he's taking the material like it's grade A. And it is, I got to give it some credit. Yeah. I want to give this a seven. I do agree with you that the six might be the better score here. But I think that right now, I did not hate this show. And I am coming away with, that was fun. Yeah, I would like to see more. That was fun. And you know what? I am going to sit here and tell you with the utmost positivity that you should watch it. I think, I think I it's think, worth a watch. Yeah. I, I really do. I think it's worth a watch. I, I'm saying this with confidence. You should watch it. It's not... It's not a bad show. You got to talk me out of this seven. You got to talk me out of it. I think I know that in my heart, it's probably probably right. And There's six problems is right. with it. There are problems with it. Um, you know, and we could talk about all those problems in great length um, on our own. But yeah, honestly, yeah. I think that it, it's not worthy <laughs> of a seven. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just don't think, you know, the events of of what's happening in in the show. Um, sometimes I, I feel like, um, they kind of push through some things that we really needed to know about really like too fast. Okay. Um, but right. you know, we could talk about that. All right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I recommend I it. Just I, wanted you to, it. I wanted you to talk me out of it because I feel like I know my score is too high, but I have given other shows like, like, just say, like, in CW in particular, I've watched a lot of their shows. I, I watched until I had to quit. You know, like The Flash and uh, Green Arrow and um, Supergirl and now Stargirl. I have watched all these shows. I've given them all a chance. And I know they're the corniest things on the planet. And they have heart. So I keep watching them. A lot of the time I would say that I was hate watching them. And here... I was actually interested in where they were going next. I was like, oh, I want to see where they're going to go with this. I, I don't know. And that's why I feel like some of those shows, like I enjoy Stargirl's cheesiness. And I think that's probably a six. You know, like oh, that's on the... Well, Stargirl's really cheesy, yeah. Yeah, it's on a six to me. And it's like, it's fun. It's corny. It knows what it is. Yeah. This, I felt like it was a little more adult, a little more interesting, a little yeah. more uh, going for it, a little mm -hmm. more trying to do new things. I do hate the teen angst. More, I, I'm with everybody. I, hate I the teen don't like too. it either. I mean, they throw it in there, and it's it's so commonplace in these TV shows. I'm just like, okay, do you all have to hate your parents? Do you all have to use the F word to your parents? Is, oh, is yeah, there yeah. anything that you're happy about? Do you, you know, have anything to look forward to in life? Like, it's like enough already. It's so played out. Yeah, there's like a bully plot line in this for a couple for an episode it that doesn't go anywhere. It was completely ridiculous bully it, plot line. There was no like nothing 
to warrant this girl hating on Billy at all. No, it, it just basically sets up how the one character is going, is trying to be good, but going bad. Mm. And I know that that's what they're trying to set up and I get where it's going. So, and I will tell you this, um, in particular, a reason I'm giving the seven is you want to call these characters out. You want to yell at them. And as I've seen where Lance Reddick finally does yell at them. And we were cheering. And it's like, he, he lays into them, you know, you shut the you know, hell up down your father and grabs them. And you're like, finally. Yeah. Um, it's not, is it enough? Probably not. No. Do that's not a reason I'm to get away, the show a seven. I'm walking away not hating this. I'm walking away going, you know what? This was enjoyable. This this was a fun time. It might mm-hmm. have its problems, it might have whatever. I mean, if not for the main character doing the stupidest, stupidest yes. things, endangering people and getting people killed, you know, for the dumbest reasons. Well I can't tolerate it. Are you talking about the future stuff? Yeah, and when she's, she's younger too. I mean, they break into the Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, they pretty much are the worst. They, they are the, the worst. World. I mean, they literally are told by their father not to go near the Umbrella Corporation. They break in. Okay. They let the friggin' rabid dog loose with the disease. <laughs> and, oh, guess what? Billy gets <laughs> bit. She gets attacked. And then she's it starts a downfall yeah. of everything. So these two knuckleheads are single-handedly responsible for what happens. But I will say... There is genuine reasons for those things to happen. These are kids who are being lied to. They know something's wrong, and they do something dumb. I, I, I don't blame these kids. I will say that Umbrella has terrible security, and I'll also say that uh, you are talking about it. She I basically mean, goes in there because she wants a free rabbits because she's a. Uh, She's a she's Pita. she's um she's an animal lover. She's, she's vegan. defined she's, by this. She's vegan, so she wants to make sure she went in to visit her father, and she saw that they were carting around some bunnies, and she freaked out, so she wanted to break into the facility. <laughs> yeah, she and is free the yeah. bunnies. Now this this little thing that she decided she wanted to do in her pea brain has set off a chain of events that literally caused the destruction <laughs> of the human race. And she just thinks, oh, I'm going to free some bunnies because I'm a dumbass kid. Meanwhile, she gets attacked by the dog. Dog bites her, causes her infection, and she then starts a chain reaction of things to happen. Now, these are not just, oh, they they did something stupid. They're they're teenagers. No, <laughs> doing something stupid would not would be like knocking over a, an expensive vase by accident. Okay, okay. That's something stupid. This is beyond something stupid. This is a catastrophic event that they set in motion over some fucking bunnies. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. So I'm going to say to you right now that you're reminding me about the cliche uh, characters, but you're absolutely right. So how's that for taking down your right seven? now? If I what the show would do was pepper in some Lance Reddick being amazing to make me forget about that cheesy sequence. And I think I need to edit it in right here as I end and say, I'm going with your six. Okay, great. And, uh, yeah, so I say six. <laughs> I still think this is a checkout. I, I still I still want to go seven. It would, I no, feel like Lance is, is in my no, body no. right now telling me to go seven. Lance would tell you to go six because his daughters are stupid idiots, okay? And no. The, yes. He's, who believes in them? No. It, it is. It's Umbrella Academy. It's a He's catastrophic. Like, They're the bad guys, not these kids. It, no. This 
These kids are just exposing the thing that they were going to do anyway. Oh, really? Exposing, huh? Yeah, it's a catastrophic bunny rescue event, okay? And we are done with Jade and Billy. I really wish that, that rabbit got, that bunny got out and killed people like a... Uh, like Monty Python, it would have been incredible. Yeah, well, it that bunny incredible. rescue single-handedly destroyed the human race. So anyway, I'm going on that with note, a high suggestion. I think that this is worth it. I'm not going to give it a seven. She's talked me out of it, but I'm still going. Recommend. I recommend too. I had a good time watching it, but there are some problems with this whole thing. I can't wait to watch people that other reviewers that we maybe like enjoy trashing this out there. I mean, I'm interested to see what that's, what that's going to be about. Oh, um, yeah, because I really just don't get the trash, but I'd like to hear their point of view. So, and I, yeah, I think they just wanted to hate it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and recommend, and I'm going to pepper in some Lance Reddick, and yeah, then uh, Lance I'm going to leave you with Lance Reddick. Yeah, Lance Reddick. <laughs> A shrimp curry burrito, really? That smell is never going away.